0: Chris Roberts not showing up to the paid cold lunch and hot air event would be magical. It's quite complicated to get working. I know there was a
1: fair amount of skepticism out there. We've got to earn the belief. belief. The game wasn't built. The game wasn't built. Have a good opportunity to work on them, but they are in the world. Uh, refactor change things out, retrofit
2: it, refactor them, re-re, uh, re-refactor re-fa-
0: uh...
2: People program things. But,
1: uh... This is bullshit. This is your virtual captain speaking. Hello, everybody. We are on our cast episode eight, I believe. Today, I'm sitting with Bucha of Sunk Cost Galaxy Fame and Dapper Don. How's it going, guys? Doing well, doing well. Doing great. So, you know what we forgot to talk about is the topics we've been going over. But, you know, (laughs) I think one thing is on everybody's mind this week, and that's the Sunk Cost Galaxy, episode five, was finally released. I've been waiting so long, Bucha, thank you. It was absolutely golden.
0: Thank you,
1: thank you. I thought uh, I thought episode four could not be outdone, but this was this quite, was quite yeah. inter- This was very interesting, and uh, I was listening to those guys over there on the uh, the guard frequency react to it. Uh, interesting, and you know, I was surprised that um, that oil um, oil industry analogy hit home for them, and. I'm guessing quite a few people. I mean, that's a pretty big industry here in the States, no? Uh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> but go ahead, Diaper.
2: Um, well, I think one of the main things that, 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 and this is just my take of it and a few of the other people that I've shown this to, is it's not so much that you are shedding light on a new thing. You're just showing that there have been scam artists since the beginning of this nation. Um, this is just the latest iteration of it. and the fact that you were able to 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 nail this down to an identical uh, uh, logic point is just incredible.
0: I mean, for this episode, it was i mean, like i as I said before in a couple of episodes uh before on artcast was that this uh, this chapter went through a lot of rewrites and the initial idea of sort of like monetary frack, uh, fracking techniques was actually going through a lot more of the more specific stuff that star citizen is known for sort of like uh, the CCUs, sort of
2: like
1: ah.
0: specific spaceships. Uh, I mean like it wasn't so much uh, I, I didn't take the, I didn't take the title uh, pun, so to speak Um and run with it. So I was actually doing a more literal version of sort of like, a, uh, you know, running down all these, you know, you're getting lost in the weeds, so to speak. And right. it took kind of a review, a review of what I had written to just sort of say, you know, uh, none of this coalesces together
1: oh. because
0: I mean, sort of like, you know, going from,
1: what's that, for thing, example, they like, what's that thing they like to say over before the uh, Derek smart, Subreddit got shut down, um, Gish Gallop, where you just hit him with too many subjects. Bias. Yeah, yes. I, I was, when I watched it, I was thinking, oh, but there's so many more, you know, topics that you could cover. But I think you're right, just going through these, I think, you know, maybe it was three or four different techniques was, you know, suitable. I, I, sufficient. I think the techniques,
0: yeah, I think the techniques were more important to go over rather than sort of, uh, so what yeah you know, what was individual the dress examples that was being put on uh currently yeah so like i mean i had stuff like um i had stuff like the the fu- uh the stretch goals and you know what constitutes oh. a promise and stuff like that and then you know, went on to like uh you know the ccu melting and sort of like the the database schmeg that mm-hmm. uh, Lando uh coined the phrase on that that when they were trying to like wipe every ccu off and you know that was probably the closest thing to a community riot that cig has had uh and then like you know sort of like even more weed sort of like you know what was the real deal with like the vanguard uh you know the the uh the the next great starship uh winning ship and it's just sort of like none of these things really coalesce together into a coherent theme. It was right. just sort of me running around just sort of like you know, spinning plates. And that, <laughs> and I, I know that the majority of my audience would still get a kick out whatever I put out. But... There was sort of an onus on me to actually make a better quality product and sort of say, okay, I need to reevaluate. And then that's when I sort of looked at uh you know the title, Monetary Fracking Techniques. It's sort of like, huh, I, I need to read up on I need to read up on, you know, oil drilling a little bit more to sort of like refresh my knowledge. And I picked up this book. See, I got it down right over here. Um,
1: let's see, Wildcatters. Now I um I didn't see that movie There Will Be Blood that you t- used a lot of clips and uh was a good source of the analogy but it, it sounds like from some of the reactions that it was um that it was quite good and uh that this is yes, a pretty famous movie that you know there's a lot of well, references that too. probably went over my head but you know one of the you know one part I really loved was where you showed Chris going up the stairs and then you switch to the movie and he's going down the stairs to talk to all the um, suckers that was that was really artistic that was really incredible
2: yeah i I gotta agree um the level of your videos the quality the content with each one it just keeps getting better and you just keep nailing it down from uh what some would view as just a disgruntled backer's opinion to No, this is the actual insight of somebody that was there at the ground floor that was actually at the table behind the curtain. And a lot of people have tried to take shots at your credibility uh, as, well, the fact that, well, you're not a game developer. Well, you don't have to be. If you're the money man behind the, 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 the game developer, then... You have just as much of a valid opinion as the monkey, you know, hammering in the code. Uh, but your, your, your content quality has been spot on and you have not jumped to any kind of flights of fancy or personal opinions. You've just been nailing it down truth to power every time. And I really wanted to say thank you for that. Huh. Uh, thank
0: you for the compliment uh i want to say like the upstairs downstairs thing that was a happy accident and i really, <laughs> didn't, even <laughs> plan. I really? didn't even plan on that no. big being a like like I, I was trying to get some footage uh like some coverage for what i was commentating on sort of like upstairs and then you know you know wildca- uh, wildcatters were doing this too and these you know uh view is going downstairs is so sort of like Oh, okay, that works. <laughs> so moving on, I've got other shit to do. I I, <laughs> I
1: think it, in some ways, was, or I could see how it could be an accident. Was the, the proximity of those two clips an accident? I gotta think, no.
0: No, it, it wasn't. The proximity wasn't an accident because it was sort as as of. I wanted to use a little bit more of. Uh, There will be blood, but, you know, at a certain point, you can't just completely lean on a, you know, a literal analogy before it starts to break. I mean, you can make passing references to say, you know, you have seen this before in art, and Uh life is imitating art.
1: Well, I got to go see that
0: movie now, definitely. But, uh, I mean, as far as sort of, like, the the actual research of uh, the whole thing was interesting because, uh, I decided to pick up a book. If you guys are interested in learning a little bit more about that era, it's called "Wildcatters: Texas Independent Oilmen" uh, by Roger M. Olin. Uh, pretty much, uh, the first chap, uh, the first couple of chapters sort of like talk about, you know, where you know the need for oil and where it came from. You know mm-hmm. who they are, what they do, and then it goes into wildcatters and trendologists. You know, trendologists being a being a wonderful word. Hmm. Uh, As sort of like people that just studied the trend and just tried to stay one step ahead of it to, you know, maximize income. And so uh, looking back at it, I was reading the book and then the story of Dr. Cook came up. And I was thinking, huh, where have I heard that name before? Turns out he, he was the discredited polar explorer and sort of like. And as I started researching more and more into what Dr. Cook did, specifically at the Petroleum, uh, Petroleum Producers Association, that was the big thing that he got nailed on for uh, uh, postal fraud. Uh, like, the the weirdest thing that I, I got out of that was Dr. Cook sued a Fort Worth publication for libel after they were running articles, you know, questioning the methods of, like... Uh, these massive mail outs on a on basically what was just like an outright gamble Mm
2: -hmm. and to the point.
0: And so what they, uh, so what uh, Dr. Cook did and his associates at the the PPA first, they tried to sue them and then they bought the publication to Ah, silence them.
2: Yes. That is uh, that, that, that is very prevalent in today's news cycle. Um, a lot of, a lot of people that are really quick to sign over the rights to their story don't realize that the, 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 the party that's purchasing them will, will tank that story just to keep the silence as you just spoke. Yes. And so,
0: and then it turns out sort of like once the, uh, once the U S government nailed, uh, nailed them on charges for postal fraud, the purchase actually came up. So, um, yes. and there were a couple more instances of buying silence or mm-hmm. uh, silencing uh, criticism. In the case of that, was uh, a couple more publications. So, like, just, I was just thinking, sort of like, wow, it's sort of like this reminds me so much of the escapist thing, because uh, because CIG came back with a uh, mm. with the uh, with legal action uh, against the escapist, and I was just thinking, I mean, this is for me at the time when I was still a investor with them is sort of like really you're going after a gaming rag for publishing an article and you're really mad about it there's why are we doing this right you know and a lot of people cite that escape as uh response as the reason for something's wrong and getting out but I have go a ahead question
2: now. um so at, at what point did you and CIG like finally officially part ways
0: Let's see. Um, the official day was probably the day I posted, uh, <clears throat> what was it, victory or whatever it was.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for those of us not in the know.
0: Okay, uh, for those not in the know, okay, let's see. Uh, 11, let's see, November 18th, 2015. Okay. So,
1: what was the, uh, what was so the this date? This is about the... two weeks after the July blog, I take it
0: in November. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to
2: say, so, so the July blog came out and then Chris had his rebuttal to that with, uh, that, that gaming magazine. Yep. Were, Were you, were you still in the circle at that time?
0: Um, the circle had moved to LA at that point and I was finding myself more on the outside looking in. Okay. both based on my proximity and based upon the direction that CIG wanted to go with their uh, expansion plans and development plans
2: okay so what were your thoughts at the time when when all of this hit and what but were of you course, to yourself
1: and of course you know if there's something you can't answer or don't want to answer feel free to just you know
2: yeah I'm, I'm good with that to say, know, to comment,
0: to say no comment person. yeah Um uh, so, uh, repeat the question, please.
1: Um, so,
2: so after Derek wrote, you know, the blog to end all blogs, and then yep. Chris took eight hours to uh, melt down on paper about his rebuttal to that. What you, you sitting there, you know, you've got skin in this game. Mm. What were you thinking to yourself?
0: I, I think my initial reaction to Derek Smart was much like, well, any other any other person's uh, or any other backer's reaction as they stand right now. Sort of like, you know, who is this guy? What the the heck is he trying to prove? You know, uh, and for me, sort of like, why does this guy feel like he needs to endanger my investment? And, you know, and then after after considering the position for a while, it, it dawned on me sort of like, I don't have to take him for his word nor do i have to take cig's word through the media outlets i can actually go into the office and actually figure out what's going on for myself mm-hmm. sort of like the, sort of like that weird sort of like that weird epiphany of sort of like oh wait i can actually find out a little bit about this i mean i can't find out about everything you know, because obviously it it is within some rights that the uh, executive staff can say we can't comment on it even to you so it, it took a while for me to sort of come around. I mean, sort of like, so, now, I mean, some of my earlier videos were, you know, still uh, critical of Derek, you know, just like, who the, who the heck is this guy? Okay.
1: I, I remember, I think it was the, you know, the post declaring such that had happened to the something awful forums and you thanked the imp zone. What was that about I I didn't quite understand that part.
0: Oh the M zone. Okay, so that was sort of the other thing that kind of turned most of the the goon backers into slightly more skeptical because back then we we were drinking the Kool-Aid just as much as anybody mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were uh, I think what was the total? I think we I think the goons had a total of like uh, 350,000 dollars spent. Okay. As the a number
1: I've seen is 250, but yeah, I I
0: I take it was somewhere around there, yeah. Uh, and then the ImpZone, uh, the sub, uh, another subform on Something Awful, decided to invade our thread. And you know, it got moved around from games to ImpZone you know, all around. Basically, right. it was kind of screwing with us and just telling, telling us to you know, take a breath. Uh, well, it, it, in, in more Wake trollish Wake up and smell uh, the coffee. Terms. Wake up, <laughs> smell the coffee. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Look at this critically. You're all crazy. Get a refund. Right. Um uh, and like there there was a time i took some some uh some troll plus pers- personally and then like i had to go over to somebody else else's like dude
2: God, am they i weren't really taking
0: order. this <laughs> no uh, uh it was someone else it's sort of like i just went over to somebody it's like am i taking this way too seriously why am i getting angry over this why and they said well, you shouldn't
1: <laughs> yeah to to underline your point i wandered into the something awful thread sometime early 2014 maybe earlier than that and i couldn't really tell what had been you know what was working in game apart from you know the fantasy posts so i thought yeah. i thought wow and this you know i knew they had a lot of money and i knew they had a big team and i thought oh wow this is really moving along here okay and i was not really in the thread at that point
2: I never really considered uh, any of that because, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you. As a consumer, you know, I've got a career that I'm not in the tech industry. I'm not in the gaming industry. I'm in none of that. So I go to my games to kind of unwind after a hard day at the mill, you know, and, and, and these are things that, you know, I use to kind of to relax. And so when I was looking at Star Citizen, the last thing I was doing is, you know, hiring private investigators to do background checks on the developers, Chris Roberts, and everyone involved. No, I just saw this as a game that I could play with my kid and have a good time. And it did not take long. It did not take long at all for the community and the product itself to be shown for what it was.
0: You know, yeah. that's such a weird thing to say. I mean, no, like very specifically what you said was uh, something for myself and my kid to play. And that is very much, there's very much a, a line that is touted by m- many of the faithful to say, you know, why they're looking forward to this game is sort of like, oh, this is a family affair. Sort of like I will play this game with my kid. You know, this will, you know, in the same way, sort of like a you know a family of uh, World of Warcraft
1: gamers. Uh, sort that's like, exactly oh, hey, that's, what I was thinking uh, of.
0: sort of like, hey, let's have a uh, let's have WoW night or some like you know, let's have board game night and. Right people look at star citizen as sort of like a it's like oh yeah let's play star trek together and stuff
2: like that right well as i spoke on the uh, earlier uh cast is you know my son lives in a different state than i do so mm-hmm. you know for us to have a gaming night or two together you know that that's a real treat for us mm-hmm. so I, I i you know like i was telling captain You know, this was something that, you know, me and my son were looking at is, you know, we get to play Lost in Space and be the Swiss family Robinson with a spaceship. And that was kind of it. And so when I hear people talk about, you know, well, you don't know game development or you don't understand this or you don't know that. As a consumer, I shouldn't have to. If you're telling me you have this game that is doing this and it can do that. Well, okay by rules of 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 consumerism here is my money and i have no problem with watching you create the product that you have but when there's obvious milestones and and foundational components missing that really started to peel back the air on what was underneath yeah
0: i mean i think sort of like circling back to sort of like uh the escapist meltdown uh i mean that that was my I mean like my impression going in before the whole thing was sort of uh, th- this is a, this is a product I believe in enough to actually invest a significant amount of Dosh that I believe that it will be a successful product and that we'll get there with the roadmap that we have in place and sort of like you were sort of asking what happened th- around that time not to spoil too much but uh, this will be discussed in a far future chapter. And the best thing I can describe it as, it is a crime scene.
1: Uh, Say that again? What's a crime scene?
0: <laughs> that the situation around that the Escapist article uh, and everything cool. else associated with it, it's a crime scene. That's how it was
1: being treated or... That, that is how I am describing it for right now, and I will... Oh, <laughs> right, okay, if so you, want, have, yeah, you have the mole hunt and a few other chapters, I think two chapters dedicated to this topic, basically. Am I wrong? Uh, one very specifically, yes. So, concerning the latest episode, Episode 5, you had quite a lot of animations in there. I, I take it that's another contributing factor to the, the time it took to get it out or get it ready
0: Actually this time I decided not to use uh the video editors uh like in engine oh, okay. uh, animation stuff so I decided to actually take a step outside and uh okay, pretty good. much those those animations were a lot quicker to re uh, reiterate on uh for what I wanted so actually this time <clears throat> because the, the Spaceship Tetris took, it was about like three or four weeks to fully animate within uh, the mm-hmm. video editor. Uh, this, uh, it took probably for each animation uh, between two and three days. So the turnaround was actually a lot easier. And I also decided that I wasn't going to have an entire, you know, three,
1: four minute section of full animations. So
2: which
0: also helps.
1: Yeah, I've used the same software and I was... I was looking at it, thinking, "Man, how did he do all that?" It it looked totally different from some of your previous animations. So that explains that.
0: Yeah, I learned my lesson from Chapter Four. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, um, I, I, I really I, there are there are things about uh, that chapter that I cut out that I still want to talk about, and um, I think for this month. Um, I'm going to set aside the next chapter for uh, chapter six, uh, Fool's Paradise. I'm going to set that back a couple of weeks so I can actually do just uh, the Salt Cook Travesty uh, filler episode so I can talk about some of the stuff that was cut.
1: All right. So I'm I'm bouncing around here between Twitch chat and the thread. And I I just heard Dapper. I was worried that Dapper, maybe we had lost you. But it sounds like we still got you. Oh, yes. So yeah, excellent episode. Uh, everybody loves the series. Um, you know, I th- I think it's it's quite impartial as well, which is valuable. Um, well, it, it, it's not the fact that it's just impartial; it's the
2: fact that it's factual. You know, this is a factual. You, it doesn't get more factual than this. Uh, the, it, it, short of Aaron coming out and saying, "You know what? Screw those guys. Here's what's going on." All right, Butcha is the very next thing that we can get i mean he was in there you don't get you don't get to say he doesn't know what he's talking about he <laughs> yeah. has skin in the game yeah shut up <laughs> the man the man the man peeled back some serious
1: skin to, uh, to 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 back this well that's why i take it even more seriously than you know a high level whale that you know just bought a bunch of uh space oh chariots yes. it's like this guy oh, yes. was not interested in you know the fantasy he was interested in the bottom line yeah
2: and he was promised a, a share of that well, anyway to put in the
0: context i mean as far as that it, it's for a large for a large backer you know that has concierge status and he can ask questions to concierge, the difference between me and and those backers as far as that is, is I had access and dialogue behind that veil. It's like make no mistake, the interactions on the concierge level have their own little box theater in mm-hmm. which you know uh, your, con- your concierge representative dance for you in. And behind that, you know, behind that box, behind that veil, is a whole different machine. And I, I have been. I've been
2: privy to how that works. Well, can I ask you a question then? Sure. Why are the refunds stopping? (laughs) Why are the refunds stopping? Because refunds are bad press. I understand they're bad press, but the longer you... Like I am right now three months in to a long email chain of a refund specialist will be right there with you. I have poured through every bit of SIG's corporate data. Mm-hmm. And at no time is there a position or a a, a, a slot called refund specialist.
1: Oh, I think you know, more... I have a side project that you know, I, I it takes me to the uh, LinkedIn of Boundary 42 and it's Cloud Imperium, and yeah, you're right. I don't mm-hmm. I haven't seen that job title. But 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 the thing is, you
2: know, why would you force somebody? That has minimal skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Why would you force them to be surgically attached to you at the hip when that's going to create more frustration and 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 bad will towards the community than just you know what? Here's a person that's going to be a rabble rouser. Give him his money. Get him off the get him off the project.
0: Okay, so we're we're talking about why string out this process, right? Okay, so from a mm, I guess from a large company standpoint, uh, the idea behind refunds is that you know we legally we have to have be able to provide them the met- the method in which we give those refunds is up to us in sort of like the big you know, in the big corporate way, uh, and so um, there's a little bit of psychology in it, it's sort of like. What's the maximum amount of effort somebody's willing to go to get a refund? And if you, and if you can str- string it along well past the point where somebody will say, you know what, darn it, I don't care anymore, I'm just going away. You still right. have their money. They stop complaining. The machine rolls on. The yeah. machine rolls rolls on and. Yeah, the big good guy wins. So
2: yeah, because I'm right now in 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 uh, in in the middle of a, a nice little project with the Florida State Attorney's Office mm-hmm. over this <laughs> very thing. I'm not taking into small claims court like a few people have attempted or threatened. I, I just went straight to the Attorney General. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went, and he he directed me to the state which I live in. Um, hmm. and so far they. This 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 is the the part that really kind of took my breath away when they invited me to their office was they know all about Star Citizen. They have uh-huh. had their phone ringing a bit about this. So, I talked to a few other friends that live in other parts of the country and they've taken a similar track. This, this is actually starting to get this is, in other words, it's a bad thing when these kind of people know your name. <laughs> yeah. So, it's definitely not a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. And eventually, eventually, they're going to have enough to do something. And I'm just trying to wonder if their their in-house legal counsel thinks this is a good idea or not.
0: Um,
2: I don't think he cares.
0: Uh, that would probably be my the most honest answer I can give. I don't think he cares about that. Okay. I mean, obviously right now he has bigger fish to fry. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I mean, but, uh, as far as, you know, the complaints sort of like, you know, the complaints about, I mean, m- most of the, most of the refund blowback is handled by Swafford media, uh, sort of like, uh, David Swafford. uh, that's the guy that sort of like talks to a lot of the media outlets mm-hmm. on press releases and whatnot, sort okay. of like, uh, the, the, you know, the pixel lemonade, uh, uh,
2: that <laughs> went up for a little bit. Those things were supplied by Swafford, uh, okay, and so, so he's, he he's in charge of the hiring. All this Disney, Disney cast of characters that have been writing the emails and providing CS because I get I get my correspondence through a character, uh, an employee apparently at CIG called uh, Don Carnage.
0: Um, um, so notice so Swafford isn't responsible for hiring the the CS staff. That's. Okay. Them, that actually falls to Sandy garden,
2: Oh. Oh. So,
0: I so, so she's hiring Disney characters. It, well.
2: <laughs> she does work in entertainment. Of course she does. <laughs> Roll that tickle porn. Uh, it never uh, gets old. But I mean, like, as
0: far as sort of, like, so refund sort of like obviously Ortman doesn't care about that because what's going to happen percentage. at the end? It's a very small percentage of your backer base. Obviously they're irate and they're going to the people that you'd rather not piss off. Right. But at the but what's the worst that's going to happen? Uh, the state's going to tell you, you need to issue these refunds. And then you tell them, okay, we'll get right on that. you know And they say, well, when are you going to do it? Uh, we'll do it at our earliest immediate uh, convenience. And then the state goes, well, you need to have this done by this time. And you say, sure, we will have it done by that date. Mm-hmm. And then, and so, you know, why, why bother worrying about it?
2: Well, for me, because I find that, I mean, as a business owner, I find the path of, (laughs) excuse me, the least resistance to be the most profitable and enjoyable way of working. And so when you're attaching angry, disgruntled people at the hip and you're just blowing them off because you think you have enough to just draw this out as long as possible, really... Really, now you got to think about this twice, and then, and every time in between that that disgruntled person rings your doorbell. I just as a business owner, you know, to me the logical course is just, you know, what they're not happy with what I'm doing. Here's what you put into it. I'm sorry it didn't work out. You know, maybe sometime down the line you'll you'll reconsider me. But to see this, this is this is willful, this is willful malice almost. And I'm just, you don't strike me as that kind of person. You, you, a good business person, maybe savvy with where you feel a future trend is. I'll give you that. You're very likable. You're very personable. You're intelligent, but willfully malice and, 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 and angry. No, I don't take that from you at all. So I, I, I wonder where this corporate direction truly is coming from because is it Chris, roberts uh versus ortwin i if
1: it's a
0: combination of the top three honestly it's ortwin sandy and roberts
1: a certain amount of resentment towards uh backers that you know it's not hard to find evidence of would you agree with that
0: i think so from my perspective is sort of uh as far as you know where this is wolf of malice uh, C.I.G. and the executive staff—they are not known for taking a hard look in the mirror, as far as you know, questioning their own actions or question, you know, or making apologies or reconsidering uh, past actions. I mean, sort as we've sort of gone over before, Roberts doesn't really apologize. Sandy mm-hmm. does not apologize at all. Ortwin um uh, he, he does not uh Ortwin doesn't apologize for much this is i mean we we are looking at uh you know the, the at the defendants right now so we're looking over at uh, um the the uh, the legal tracker <laughs> excuse me uh, so like looking at the defendants responses to stuff like the motions to dismiss this guy doesn't apologize for a whole lot that's true. Okay. So we're looking at we're looking at a an executive level staff that doesn't look themselves in the mirror and looks at you know the questioning of their questioning of their actions with disdain and incredulousness. Sort of like, why would you question it? This is how business is done. This is how I do things. How dare you question me?
2: Okay. It's so like, When you say this, you're saying this as something that you know from your your relationship with them, because one of the things that I think all of us kind of look to you for as you were the man in the room, right? We had, we, we almost by virtue of that, take that to be, uh, uh, delivered with, with truth. And so I, when, when I ask you this and you, and you put the, the, the characters of these people in this kind of light, I want to make sure that it is done in the same integrity that you've always carried yourself with,
0: okay, so for that it, it is a case of I've had to reevaluate every communication, every face to face, every phone call that I've had with these people because at a certain point i, I was i I was put in a the, I was put in a box where theater was played for me as well mm-hmm. because okay. sort of like uh. I, and so I have to reconsider the words, the language, what was being told to me, and contrast that, to, again, sort of, you know, what I talked to the line devs about. Because the line dev, you know, the trench devs, uh, the, the, the code monkeys hammering away, aren't going to put on theater for you because, A, they ain't paid to do that, and, two, they got no time for it. Right. And so... Obviously, the word from, you know, you know, the word from on high can vary differently from, you know, what's happening you know, down in the trenches. And so, I mean, like, for example, like uh, prior to prior to investigation, sort of like I had no problem with the uh, interactions between myself and Sandy Gardner. And but that's not to say there weren't problems with Sandy Gardner's communication with other people. OK. And so again, it's like, it's a case of just, I have to reevaluate the language that was told to me sort of like seeing where, where where the mask was put on, what theater was performed in front of me and say, you know what? That was disingenuous. That was not the real Sandy that I have seen face to face
2: when she's facing other people. Mm -hmm. So you definitely, you, you, you know, you're, saying that there's a definite predatorial sense there um
0: i think on the whole of cigs executive staff there you can classify as predatory i think there are different
2: types i mean sort of like chris chris's faults i'm willing yeah i'm willing i'm I'm willing to give a gradient but 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 it's definitely a prey on others I mean, sort of like like
0: Chris's, Chris's predatory faults are different from Sandy's predatory faults, if we can put it like that. Okay. Sort of like Chris different needs food. money. Yeah, different. Well, in the case sort of like Chris needs more money because he doesn't know how to project manage and it's going to cost more money for him to figure things out. And therefore, that's why he needs more money. Why are we paying him to practice? He's been out of practice for 10 years, man.
2: <laughs> that's, no that's always been yeah, that's been that was my you know, especially when they brought up. Oh, well, he did Wing Commander. Well, let me look at Wing Commander. Okay, he was art director. What's everything that he's done under his own steam? Oh, it turned to shit. Oh, so he has the poop Midas touch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. No. In fact, if I had known about this, and it's bad because I just went and bought like uh Monster Hunter World, mm-hmm. and for a split second there, I was thinking, should I pull out my phone and look up this company or uh, buy the fucking it. game? I bought the game. I mean, it was just come on. I mean, it, it's it's almost like spousal abuse with, with this company.
0: <laughs> I mean, but th- this is stuff that we'll, I will definitely talk about in future episodes of uh, Sun Cost Galaxy. I and hope so. Oh no, yeah, it, it will be talked about. And uh if not in Suncast Galaxy, Salt Cook Trapsy. Right.
2: Now <laughs> uh, can I can I ask you one more question? I'm sorry, but just getting the opportunity to talk to you is just really, you know, I, I try to maximize it. Right. Um so looking at like the original the the original like God honest, you know, hand of God, uh-huh. I'm Mr. Chris Roberts, I'm telling you, I'm taking all of, your, all of these monies that you're giving me and I'm putting it towards the game and nothing else. What are your thoughts on him or whoever it was at CIG that's in charge of this buying out or, or sponsoring uh, streamers with these new $5,000 computers?
0: Um, I wish I could be more outraged, but I think this is kind of a nothing burger. I wish I could be more outraged about it, It, but it it is a, it is also a case of kind of confirming what we knew for a while. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, us as goons of that, uh, that certain streamers were either given preferential treatment or were sponsored slash paid slash contracted in one form or another to stream star citizen.
2: Right. But you don't think that in, in, in a lot of respects that, them sending these streamers, you know, these really outrageously expensive and and high-powered computers for the purpose of you know currying their favor. You don't think that 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 kind of tarnishes the entire streaming community? I mean, well, it's blatant.
0: Well, I mean, as as a streamer, I mean, like I I am not a streamer. I'm not I'm not a person that makes money off of uh, content creation and media. Okay. Uh, that that is not how I make my living. That is not uh, how I you know h- how I plan to make my living. And again, sort of like Subculture Galaxy will be uh, no monetization, no ads, no nothing. It will be free, and there will be no Patreon because giving other people money is how this whole thing started. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, as far as like the you know the uh, the ethics of Twitch streaming and sort of like that. Uh, it's kind of hard to get mad and upset about, you know, uh, Captain Richard getting a five thousand dollar box just so he can get an extra five frames, eight frames, better quality on his uh, Star Citizen streaming,
2: if that. Right. I mean, I, I'm looking. I'm looking at the message that it sends. It's not so much that I care about their janky ass nowhere game is well, going to yeah. get an extra few uh, FPS. Uh the 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 that they, they have long since passed the the any kind of value of diminishing returns. Uh they're they're in like in a completely new galaxy of that formula now. But I mean
1: five thousand
2: at, dollars like, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. In the I grand mean, scheme of things, not a lot of money, and in today's, you know, high profile gaming PCs, yeah, that's a drop in the bucket. But okay. Here's where I'm. Here's where I'm kind of uh, going with this. Is at what point, all right, do other gaming companies start deciding? You know what? I'm going to take the highest watched Twitch streamer and say EA buys this guy a multi million dollar mansion and his entire gaming studio. All right. So at what point do you're like, wow? I'm just watching a commercial for EA now. Mm. That's that's kind of where I'm going with it.
0: I I, I think uh, we have left the ballpark at this point. I mean, like I I understand where you're coming from, but I think okay. I think we should keep the comparisons and the analogies within the same ballpark of. Well, okay. I meant
2: with respective budgets. Uh, okay. EA is a multi-billion-dollar company. All right, CIG is a multi-hundred-million-dollar company. So adjust your sliding scale, however. The point I'm trying to get, and somebody in the chat, uh, Artemis Black, is saying buying Twitch streamers is a pretty common thing. I did not know that. All right. So, again, I'm Joe Schmuck consumer. I like video games and, you know, Internet's cool. I don't know this. So I look to these kind of people to show me because I'm not watching YouTube because I know YouTube has a monetization issue. Uh, that 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 makes people overnight millionaires versus you're not hearing very many Twitch multimillionaires so i know i can come here and it's almost in every man that has a webcam mic and a pc they can stream so i looked at them as these kind of beacons on what's going on but you know knowing that you know it's being bought and paid for it, it like i said it's it's bad it's bad on 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 the
1: actual uh, you know, the entire market is shifting towards issue. native ads, and I think video games is no different. But really, uh, I, uh, you know, CIG has Cloud Imperium Games Corporation has been kind of subdividing their their backers into different tiers for a long time now. So this is just kind of a, a different facet of that. Um, it's uh, it, it's a, a little bit odd. I've gone hunting for the exact phrase of like. We aren't going to spend any money on marketing, and it's hard to find anything like that. The closest you can really get is every dollar goes, you know, is you know, spent on development is three times more valuable like... to development or something, something along those lines. Yeah.
0: One dollar, one dollar that we get for development is equivalent to three dollars that we get from a publisher because right. That's, of, that's because the closest insert. you can
1: really get to. Yeah. We aren't gonna spend any money on marketing. In so my experience, I, and I,
0: I guess from my opinion, sort of like uh, I can understand the outrage of like uh, you know I rely on these streamers to kind of give me an, an honest opinion, and I will say this as far as. Um, as far as streamers, because most of these streamers have bought into the game. As far as backers, how much these guys have bought in varies wildly. Sort of like uh, I had a discussion with uh, the games after sort of like a uh, he came onto my channel to sort of say, hey, I'm not actually not a fanboy. You know, research me a little better, and I had a dialogue with him just to sort of like say, hey, you know, uh, there was misunderstanding, and uh, and I. Yeah, I I, I mis uh, miscategorized you. And you know, we, we had a nice little discussion and uh he said yeah you know, it's fine, keep it up. Uh but you know like the games is like a, like about a hundred bucks in. Captain Richard, I think he's like maybe a thousand in. Uh w, uh WTF Soros, probably a couple thousand too.
1: Uh-huh. I mean
0: these these guys have bought it. Oh and-
2: I know, no, WTF Soros he He's well in uh, twelve thirteen thousand dollars, okay
0: uh, right. so this so, so we're looking at a we're looking at a face we're looking at a public face that has invested a lot and has a lot invested in in making this game a streamable game, making this like the future content king for his channel and okay. for that kind of thing, the the, the line gets a little bit blurry on on genu- uh, like on genuineness I, there's another word for it uh, I'm kind of blanking on it um, but just like how genuine genuine you are as far as what whether or not you're you know you're showcasing this game because you like it or you're showcasing this game because you because you have skin in it and you want to promote it to as many people so they can so they can put their skin into the game, too, and make your investment worthwhile. This is sort of like, you know, we, we kind of get into, like, pyramid scheme kind of stuff. I mean, like, you know, they, they, oh, they, on, don't, don't. a lot of these streamers throw their, uh, you know, their referral codes out. I mean, that's why the top five people on that referral uh, contest uh, and uh, tracker are all streamers. Yes, and so these people benefit. The, these people benefit the most from that program, by you know getting their reward points. They get they get special you know little rewards. But the average the average uh, gamer that decides to say, hey, I'll Twitch stream it, I'll throw out my referral codes every so often, there's uh, the, the, all the big all the fish have pretty much been caught in those lakes and any fish that are left over is getting caught in the trawl nets of the of the big streamers and so those streamers are benefiting the most from
1: now here's a question this. maybe you can answer do you know cuz a lot of these uh, streamers are quick to say oh i i didn't uh, i don't take any money from them do you have any sort of clue or insight as to if they've been gift uh gifted different JPEGs to give away, I mean those have a high perceived value to some. Um
0: as far as actual evidence, no comment. Oh. Um, as, as far as what uh I believe as far as like the larger picture. So the larger picture of me says that these JPEGs are promised to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like, you know, you get your journalists, you're sort of like you have your journalist accounts, you have your streamer accounts, sort of like to show off some stuff. Now, um, those that bring in, I mean, within referral contests, yes, yeah, so you get so many referrals, you get some free stuff um, that you can you know, attach to your account. And, I mean, that's why, let's see, what was uh, Jeff Friesi's, uh referral count at last time I checked? It was like a 2170-something. Uh, and so, like, obviously, he's pretty much got everything that uh, CIG has been offering at this point. And whenever a referral contest comes around, typically one of those five top streamers is going to get the new free stuff. So, wow. in essence, it's not so much that... It's not so much that CIG gives them free stuff for them to do stuff to give back to CIG. The streamers are already doing this for them. There's no okay. need for CIG.
1: Oh, okay. To so yeah, they more. don't. There's no point in giving more incentives because they were doing it anyways. I see what yes. you're saying. Um, so, I you mean, know, like, Artemis, part- Artemis ahead, Black in the Twitch chat brought up another good point you know it's not the publishers or the company you know paying for these uh gift pcs it's you know that's coming out of the backers you know bankrolled project money so i think that's why some people have you know feel it as a slap in the face because you know they're taking the money that they put into the project and just doling it out to these different streamers
2: yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't buy my, my, my pledged or p- purchase or pre-order or wh- whatever they, they want to call it. I didn't give them my money for them to give some borderline rapist a brand new high-end PC. I'm sorry. So I think what for
0: that is I think most of the outrage for that is CIG didn't say it th- didn't say a thing before announcing
1: uh, i mean
0: if c if cig had come out and said hey uh we would like to do a marketing push that involves a couple of twitch streamers that you know we'd like to give them a high-end pc sort of like uh because those are the ones that are pushing our product out the most and we're going to give them a brand new pc partnership with intel for the Obtain fucking SSD. Sorry, it's just like that. That stupid brick of a of a solid state drive. I mean, I mean,
2: oh, Intel. I mean, uh, <laughs> the brick. <laughs> I mean, it's such a
0: no. It, it's a brick because like most the people are sort of, like going out there.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, like you have to buy a completely different motherboard for for that ssd card and most people don't know that they get out and they essentially get a brick and they realize oh i don't have i don't have to and compa- it's not compatible with my current motherboard and you're just yeah. like well i'm just shit out of luck i mean like to be fair <laughs> a that. lot of like the tech geeks a lot of the tech geeks are well aware sort of like you know, we're waiting to see whether or not, like the the technology, especially for like motherboards from like like ASUS and all those guys, we're sort of like, okay, are we going to move towards what uh, Intel is doing with their um, SSD uh, architecture? So it, it's a wait and see right now. I mean, the Optane is experimental. It, it's uh, what was Microsoft's Microsoft way? HD DVD? Yes. As opposed to like Blu-ray? So we're kind of looking at that split right now. So that's kind of what that is. So anyway, back to the point. Uh, so, you know, we're partnering with Intel. I mean, like, Intel can can give out these SSD cards for free too. And, you know, I buy power. Uh, you know, the prop. I don't think they're giving uh, CIG a discount. I mean, sort of like you, you you bought, what, one, two, three computers for streamers? No, there's no discount for that kind of bulk. No. Like, I...
1: It, it, I mean, like if you're
0: buying 20, yeah, there might be a discount, but three, no.
1: Now, there was a rumor that came up here in the thread today from Scruffle, Scruffpuff, um, saying that Chris is trying to get out of his obligation to show up at this dinner. Is that. Oh! What's your guys' take on that? Because I was wondering. We were talking about Chris's character earlier. I don't see how you get out of this when you know you sold the ticket for three hundred fifty dollars or whatever it was. Oh, I. I, Go ahead,
2: Boucha. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Oh man, I I have
0: heard something. I cannot talk about it, but. Oh no, you can. That's just it. You can. I I can't talk about this, but in the case of. Wow! Well, yeah. Can't talk. Is it gonna?
2: Is it gonna out somebody? Well, I, I
0: cannot comment. Okay, so but how? As much as I can talk about it, Chris Roberts not showing up to the paid, cold lunch in hot air event would be magical. I mean, just just from like a, a
2: Schranz perspective. Oh yeah, now, train wreck. You get to, you know the train wreck is coming. You get to find a good seat. I mean, it it, it is a case of sort
0: of. Uh, can I believe that Chris Roberts would actually miss it? Yeah, I can actually believe Chris Roberts would oh, actually miss it. Oh, so can miss I? It. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I keep going back to his. His uh, reverse-the-verse appearance here recently where he said something along the lines of, if Aaron was available, he would be sitting in this seat instead of me. And that, to me, gives this rumor credence. I mean, this guy does not like going in front of the backers, it seems to me. Uh,
0: He doesn't like going in front of the backers in an uncontrolled environment Uh. and that's exactly what that reverse the verse was because remember the the last time he did that in an uncontrolled environment was that uh, holiday special where he tried to play Uh, that
1: was the
2: best i (laughs) suppose there are like
1: 400 goons in the channel now hold on (laughs) hold on i i mean i gotta say how how is this uncontrolled where i mean one of those was live was this reverse the verse also live Yes it was. Oh okay. I didn't I didn't realize that.
0: That reverse um, yeah, was live too.
1: You know, he, he seems it seems to me he likes getting on the stage there and doing the entertainment value on the yearly, uh, bi-yearly shows they do. Um but these uncontrolled kind of off the cuff things, no, not so good. Chris Roberts does theater. He does not do improv. Ah, okay. Ah so that's why we see them very rehearsed, practiced on stage. Yes. And again,
0: sort of like this is why I'm harping on the word theater. Sort of like wildcatter theater, sort of like Hollywood theater. I
1: Practice this in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) We're I think we're coming up here on fifteen minutes till top of the hour and we'll cut it off there. So if there's any other topics you want to get to, let me know. Um we earlier we talked about sometimes the word early days comes up. And this is something that really grinds my gears as far as, you know, we're in year five or six or whatever number you want to put on it of development, and they're still calling it early days. This is like the... um, Early stages, early days, yeah. It's just really blatant as far as... Well, I think it's very clever to set expectations of don't expect much from us, but... It's kind of a slap in the face to everybody that I would think is expecting something relatively soon. I mean, uh, I've seen a few backers say uh, 2018 could be a release year. It it
2: can't. It can't. It absolutely can't. Um, and, And just on the basis of foundation alone, I don't care about any of their stretch goals. Just look at what's on their plate right now. And it's a discohesive mess. It is just absolute garbage. And there's no game. Where's the game loop? I've got enough games to give me sandboxes. I mean, I can jump. I mean, unless this is a Gary's mod in space, I don't see the game. Uh, I, I just don't see with how far behind, they're years behind. There is nothing, there is nothing that they have done that can show me that they can go ahead and cram out everything wrong with their game in the few months we have left in this year.
0: There has been a lot of revisionist history, yes. I mean it, that's kind of what makes uh, Cost Galaxy a lot of uh, a lot of research into the early days uh, stuff that I didn't record myself or uh, stuff that a goon didn't record or catalog or something. because it's hard to look back and see what promises were made you know what uh, what milestones were set back then without running into The most recent uh, revision to say, "Oh, we have actually moved it to this," Mm. and you try to look back and sort of like, it's just okay. This this veil
2: over, real quick. I want to go ahead and probably start changing some nomenclature, yeah, because one of the biggest leverage points that the faithful and the zealotry of the uh, Sig uh, backers are is that they want to dissect the word promise they didn't promise anything okay let's call them uh feature promotions or Mm -hmm. something else because they want to parse apart the 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 pedantry of a word i'm looking at when i bought my badass ram truck Mm-hmm. it had this it had that it had the hemi it had the supercharger it had all of these things that's everything that was I, in the brochure I, everything in the brochure that is what it, i can take it to any i can strip that truck down to the washer and it will be there i'm trying to figure out at what point can we cross the barrier of maybe parsing the language and holding Chris's feet to the fire for everything that he looked in the, into the, the, the audience and the camera that was pointing to everybody around the world and saying, I am going to give you this. At what point does he become accountable to that?
0: I mean, I've talked a little bit about this and uh, um, part of the content that I cut out of Stunk Cost Galaxy five was sort of the stretch goal stuff. And I think from the ba- the baseline that I believe should be in place is all everything that was in the stretch goals is you know a etched on etched on stone promise you know these are these are the promises that came on down from high from you know for Moses to bring down and from there you kind of have to start to see. When those promises were made, at what point? You know, were were promises made before a sale? Were promises made during a sale to, to you know to keep this uh, you know this specific ship going? Sort of like oh you know like let's talk about the Vulcan. Sort of like oh it'll have repair stuff even though we don't have repair mechanics in, but it'll be the repair ship. Right. Uh, the starter
1: repair ship now, here's and, an interesting but... example maybe you can explore ship naming this was something i think you know i i trained myself not to use the word promise because that is a trigger word for the star citizen community but the expectation was and chris <laughs> said actually we could pl- probably just play this youtube right now and hear it that people will be able to name their ship and now in 2017, oh, yes. they d- decided to sell this other uh, luxury ship and that only that ship now comes with this this uh, incredibly important feature somehow to name your ship. Uh, I don't know what the name they have for it now. It's something like uh, okay, so next question naming title, the, uh, token or Cito, something. T-S-S-T-O.
0: Okay, so that, if next? I remember correctly uh during the ori- original uh, crowdfunding push uh the kickstarter and all that um the november 20 20- october november 2012 uh there was a separate tier of a constellation pledge that you can make that specifically said that you could rename your constellation to anything specific that you wanted so yeah you know, oh so i can type anything in this field and that will be the ship's name hmm. uh yeah, you know, the 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 USS the Davis us, uh gave us this sort of like that. So, um,
1: just to inject a little quote here, May 5th, 2014, Chris said, "Yes, you will be able to name your ships." Uh Okay. But anyways, uh, uh, is- I forget how we got on this tangent. But uh sorry, I'm uh I accidentally hit mute on myself there for some reason. But uh okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the shifting goalposts is nothing new to this project.
0: Yeah, I mean, like for me, as far as I know, as far as my research shows, is it may be a case I need to research this more. Uh, I probably will, as I'm going to get into some of this stuff. But I believe the Constellation was supposed to be the one ship that you could rename since it was supposed to be the multi-crew ship. I mean, that was the Firefly ship. That was the Millennium Falcon. Right. That was the one that everybody you know one to fly be malcolm reynolds or uh, uh, uh han solo you know that was their fantasy
2: oh. and so like
0: you know a little ship like the cutlass or like the hornet i don't think there was going to be naming options for those but it might be a case that chris roberts might have promised differently oh okay yeah which case it is is that differently. changes
1: yeah it was changed differently it's uh Uh, If you buy this, you know, I don't know how much it is. I'm going to guess like $800 or something. Um, You'll get early access to the name reservation system. So, yeah, slightly different. So, Bing is technically uh, not lying. (laughs) Goonie. Okay, so we are probably getting close here to the end. Um, If you guys want to do a second episode, we definitely can. I'm feeling it. Um, Okay. You guys need a break? Yep. Let's do the yeah. outros. You guys want to do an outro or just want to cut it off? Be like, get out of here. Newbies. Oh, you start <laughs> off. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to go ahead and, um,
2: make a very heartfelt appeal to the, uh, something awful moderators to uh free Derek smart. I feel he was a valuable asset. uh, Maybe if we could give him on uh, like a probationary period, I don't know. But uh, let's bring the warlord back. We need him home.
0: And this is Bucha reminding you to clean off your desks with your computers because sometimes you
1: need to clean that shit off. (laughs) This is your virtual captain speaking. Uh, I had some joke thought of up in my mind. I can't remember it. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is the Star Citizen Arg Cast, and Arg. Actually, the orig- I think, because uh Beatwagon originally was posting about the idea. The original name was Fudcast, but I don't know. Anyways, I thought <laughs> eh, eh. I, d- the joke. I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, discredit ourselves, so we're the Arg Cast. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We're going to be right back here with the next episode. And if you're listening in your podcast, go ahead and just hit skip and go to the next one. See you guys.